Thanks for listening to Leadership Level Up. I'm Brian Prairie. And I'm Dr. Jeff Williamson. I am just starting my leadership journey. And I've been guiding leaders for 30 years. Our podcast aims to shine a spotlight on outstanding leaders and provide a platform for them to describe their leadership journey and share the guiding principles that have helped them become great leaders. Welcome to Leadership Level Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Williamson, and uh, we're glad to have you with us today. I have a, a good friend with me I've been looking forward to having for a long time. I, as months ago, I said to Jeff Christian, dude, we have got to have you on the podcast. He's a podcaster himself. We'll talk more about that here in the intro, but I uh, want to tell you a little bit about him and then I'll welcome him in. Uh, Jeff is the founder and CEO of C4 Leaders, and that is a grassroots nonprofit organization. Their mission is to help build powerful teams. I love that. He has a a lot of background and experience that that I want to share with you besides founding C4 Leaders about six and a half years ago. He is also the author of two different children's books that are called We Rise Together, the Pizza Day series. And so he's he's an author. He has also been a a longtime basketball coach, both men and women's, uh, coached for many years in high school in Northern California, where he is, as well as the Solano Stallions. That is a cool name. Um, They are uh, American Basketball Association Professional League. So he's a baller himself, played years back at University of San Francisco. So when you're talking pizza or basketball or coaching, Jeff Christian is the guy you want to have on. So welcome, Jeff. Thanks for coming in and talking to us by way of Northern Cali. Thank you so much. So excited to just spend some time with you and just take me back home. You know, you did leave out that I was blessed to mm-hmm. assistant coach uh, out there on the campus mm-hmm. of beautiful ONU and Bourbon A. Mm-hmm. And what a special time in my life to experience that community and, and sur- be surrounded just by people that are just uh, trying to get better and trying to figure life out. Special time in my life. Yeah. And that's where our paths crossed Uh, before the year you coached uh, at Olivet. uh, We didn't know each other. And I think about five minutes after you got into town, we got a coffee. Coach Lauren Glenn, who's also been on this podcast in the past, she said, hey, there's a guy that's going to be a new assistant coach for us. You two have got to be friends. I just know it. And so, yeah, we met that year that you were assistant on the women's team here at Olivet, and we've been friends ever since. So, yeah, that's a big chunk of your coaching history, because if it weren't for that, I would have never known you at all. Yeah, and I'm a better man for it. So thank you. uh, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Love it very, very much. So as you know, this podcast is about leadership and uh, Jeff and I are both leadership junkies. We can talk it all day and all into the night. So uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from you about who have been some impactful leaders in your life, both past and present. What are some concepts that, that you glean from some of the important leaders in your life? Great question. And, uh, I think I'll just put it out there first. You know, I just worked with a group on uh, Sunday and it was some younger uh, employees of a fast food restaurant here in town and their leadership team. And I started out with them 54 years old now, and I'm still trying to figure out life and I'm still trying to get better and I'm still trying to grow, you know, and I hope I never get to the space 
that I think I've figured it out because then it's time for me to shut it down. And so when you ask that question, you know, who's been influential in my life? That's that's not easy because it comes from everywhere, because just like you said, we can talk about it all day, every day, 24, 7, 365. And when you're in that space, you're always looking for things to add. Uh, I'll use my words now for for what I'm looking for to my life recipe mm-hmm. and so they come from everywhere, you know, and a simple example of that is, you know, when I was when Capriana, my oldest daughter was out you know, playing for, for Lauren out there, dropping her off to Oakland airport or picking her up. And one time I'm going to Starbucks coffee and there's an unhoused gentleman, uh, asking for money in front of Starbucks. And, uh, I love to help. So I say, hey, you know, I'm not going to give you any money, but let's come, come on in and let's sit and talk, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of bread together. Uh, and his name was Larry. And I say, Hey, Larry, you know, teach me something. And, uh, and he, he says, okay, uh, I'm going to teach you the double L technique, you know? And I said, okay, I like the name of that, but, but what's, what's the double L? And he says, you got to learn to listen and listen to learn. And it just, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about that right now. And it just hit me that if we can allow ourselves to be humble and curious, just as a, a species, you know, forget about being a leader we can learn from almost every interaction that we have. And I'm guessing Larry probably wasn't the first guy that that the general public would say, I bet you that guy has something really good to contribute to my life. But you took the initiative to say, Hey, break bread with me. Uh, What do you, what, what can you, what can you tell me? What, what can you share with me? And man, that's, that's keeper material there. Yeah. You know, and, and I do believe everybody is a leader mm. and if we can just create the space for them to have those thoughts and to share those thoughts, you know, and, and to relate it to, to basketball a little bit, you know, you just start coaching up your players and helping them develop their confidence, you know, and in Lauren's case of knocking down a lot of threes, all of a sudden they just get that bounce to their step. The ball becomes a little bit lighter. The rim looks so much bigger uh, and things start going in and, and the game can come a lot easier, just like life, you know, but can we get out of our own way to create that space for each other to share their voice for each other to be seen, heard and loved? Yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, when that happens for that to happen, and I think you agree with this is when we get out of our get outside of ourselves. We start looking out there rather than get me the ball. I need to get mine, which is the antithesis of what you're talking about. But yeah, you get in the flow of the game and you're moving and you're passing and you see, oh, teammate open on the wing, pop it out. Boom. See him again. Boom. They get hot. Now, now we start really working. And, and it's because like in the games that that person with the ball is distributing the ball. They're not thinking about, man, I got to get to the bucket so I can score some points. They're looking for opportunities and distributing the ball to who is in the best position. I love that. Me too. Yeah. So you're a guy, uh, as you shared that you're, you're looking to learn from anybody, anytime, anywhere. And I've seen you do that. What would you describe besides always looking and listening and listening to look, you know, I think that's what, what did I get that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of. Um, 
Um, what are some, what would be some other concepts you'd just say, Hey, it, it, since we're all leaders, what are some things that, that are like key variables or key words? You know, like you said, look and listen to people. I mean, those are big. If we're listening to other people, that's, that's a big part of being an effective leader. Would there be other things you'd say, Hey, you know, for somebody to be a successful leader, I'd say there's a couple of three other things here. What, what might some of those be? Oh, for sure. I got to drop my C4. And that's what our nonprofit is is trying to do. And I think so many times we get it twisted that the leader has to be the person that's speaking. And I think a true leader is someone that listens first. And so my first C in C4 stuff is communication. And I think that's vital towards uh, building any team, uh, business, church, whatever organization it is. And I define communication a little bit different. I define it as listening with an empathetic ear with the intent of serving others. You know, and I think a good leader, if they want to truly build a powerful team and powerful people, when they listen, then they can serve uh, their employees uh, and allow them to go out and shine. You know, and and that's a quote that I just ran across uh, in one of the books I was reading is shine by not shining and allowing other people to to kind of own that space, which then leads to my second C, uh, which is chemistry. Uh, and I define that as developing trust in yourself to bring and receive value from the connections in your life. And so I think a good leader, again, is someone that can build that team, build that chemistry where everybody feels, again, seen, heard, and loved. There's the value and then allows them when they're feeling that to share that with their brothers and sisters, with their teammates, with their coworkers, with their colleagues, with their family, with the people on the street that they're just going to, you know, rub shoulders with, you know, I think when we can do that, you know, life is good. Uh, mm. and, uh, I don't know if you want me to keep dropping a few more. Or you yeah, want me go to- ahead. Yeah. Get the other two. Yeah. We're okay. I can't say that I don't swear. And I don't know if I'm allowed to do this on the show, <laughs> but I don't swear. You know me, but I have to say this, this one word because it just goes with my C4 stuff and I'm on consistency now. That's my third. Uh And I think you want to be great at whatever you do. You got to B T A. And that means you got to bust that ass. Uh You have to work hard and Uh be put in the work and work smart. uh, Uh Whatever it is that you want to do with your craft. Uh, On the flip side of that, what I mean by consistency is to consistently challenge your thoughts and perspectives to the point of vulnerability. And I and what I mean more in the, in a deeper way by that is is giving yourself the grace to say you know what I don't have all the answers I don't need to have all the answers I'm gonna make mistakes and when you can get into that space is when you can truly just play free and not worry so to say about missing the next shot I I gotta just be relaxed and out there and know that my teammates and myself are just going to work through whatever challenge we're going through. And then that's how you truly empower the people in your space or on your team. And then that leads to the last C, which is creativity. And that's overcoming fear to share your gift. And we all have gifts that need to be shared. And I need to help you share yours. You need to help me. And if we could all just create this space for us to feel like, man, I have something to contribute that this world needs, man, that's powerful. Absolutely. And that's, that's the C4 stuff. 
Yeah, the word that was coming to my mind, and you referenced it, is the freedom that there can be and just play in the game or play in life uh, so that you're not crawling along or tiptoeing along in fearful mindset, but rather you just get in the flow of the game and enjoy it and and let it happen and, and just keep playing. You know, I was thinking about, you know, we're talking about Tiger Ball and um, they just get, you know, you just keep shooting, man. They got to keep shooting. You know, if they miss a few, that's okay. Keep shooting, man. They're going to go in. And when they do, uh, it's bonus, baby. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, freedom as to how we approach life, freedom as we approach, approach a game. I love that. I love that. What were some nuggets, too, from your uh, your coaching days? Uh, I know, as I didn't mention this, but you're a registered nurse. You're career, you and Dale, you both are career healthcare professionals. And so that's a different context. But I'm guessing some of those concepts of leadership and involving other people and engaging them in the process is something that you've seen for 30 plus years as a, as a, as a nurse. I would have to just tap into listening, you know, in my background, yeah, worked as a nurse for 29 years, half of those at, at UC Davis, which is a level one trauma center. I worked in the trauma ICU. I took care of people shot, stabbed, really bad car accidents. So mm. I've been by death. And I think when you're in that space every day, the best thing that, that I could do for my patients, and you always took care of the family, you know, not to sound bad, but my patients for the most part were so sick that they were pretty much comatose. Mm. So you, you always talked to the patient, but you didn't interact because they weren't in a space to interact for the most part. So you really took care of the families. And I think just sharing space to, to listen and, and try and be there for people during the worst times of their life, because most time, you know, someone was just walking home you know, got shot, wrong place. Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, people are coming home from Lake Tahoe where people out in my area go skiing. Unfortunately, someone's drinking, boom, car accident. Mm -hmm. uh, and now they're fighting for their life. And so trying to help people just work through change and work through just taking one step at a time and work through trying to have belief and hope and find inspiration in some way. And then also trying to establish trust, you know, which was huge, you know, that I always wanted to be totally transparent in that space because I needed the family to be able to go home and sleep and know that I was going to have their back. I was going to be here mother mm -hmm. or their sister or their mom or their dad so they could go find a little bit of peace, even if it was just for an hour or two. And so yeah. it was such, such an honor for me to work in that field for that time in my life. And so, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, those are, those are some of those darkest moments and to be able to establish trust quickly when yesterday these folks didn't knew, didn't know you and today you're providing care to one of their loved ones in, as you said, one of the most critical moments of their life. And uh, that's such a big part of leadership in general, too, is establishing trust and transparency and communication and all the things that you mentioned with the C4 model, which, you know, I love. So um, one of the things that I, that I always like to ask our guests 
And uh, for those of us that in our 20s are pretty far in the rearview mirror, I especially enjoy asking a question is, uh, what advice would you give your 20-something-year-old Jeff if you could go back and say, hey, listen, sit down, let me, let me tell you a couple things I've learned over the past 25, 30 years, more in my case. Yeah. And I love that question. And I don't know if I'm going to have a great answer for you because I've made so many mistakes, Jeff. And, and uh, like I said, I'm still learning. And I think that's part of the challenges of of life is, and I'll use my pizza stuff now is kind of to the fire, so to say, you know, and feeling that heat. And, and I think, you know, I don't know if I would want to not be able to make the mistakes that I made because they've totally shaped my life, you know, and uh, I can give so many different examples in so many different spaces. And were they hard lessons to to go through? Yeah. At the time, mm-hmm. I wish I wouldn't have been in that space for sure. But years later, you look at it like, man, that was the hardest thing that I ever experienced in my life, but it totally shaped how I see the world and how it changed me and allowed me to grow as a person. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything that I would That's tell okay. other than to, to hold on, mm-hmm. you know, and run to those moments that perhaps you're scared, you know, go first, don't sit back. And don't be afraid to to make mistakes. Yeah, I think that's a good word. If I could summarize what I think I was hearing you say was um, mistakes are part of life. Don't fear them. Don't make them on purpose. But as they happen and as you find yourself in tough situations that maybe you thought were going to go differently is to know that they can be instructive in the long run. They can be lessons to say, okay, I think I understand why things played out that way and why things turned out and why I was in that situation. So I can learn from that if I don't want to revisit that. And and again, like you said, that has reshaped our story, has reshaped our expectations and how we approach things. And one of the big pieces I loved of that is just to don't let fear hold you back where you said, you know, run toward those things. Don't be the person that sits back and says, well, I'm going to wait and see if everybody else gives us a try. Because when we talk about leadership, it's often not the one that's talking, but the one said, I'm going to go off the high dive. Let's go, you know, climb it, jump and take a flying leap and see. I love it. <laughs> Before we uh, land the plane on this segment, um, just uh, first of all, I want to express appreciation for you you coming on and being with us. Um, this is a, the, the last question I'll throw at you, uh, which is a variation of this. I know you have two lovely daughters and, and, they're in, they are in they are 20-somethings as well. So I'll maybe try a different spin on that question was what, what are some things that you've learned being a dad of now young adults in your family? Mm. That's leadership too, man. Great question. And, and I think it's just the power of relationship, you know, and I think, um, as a, as a younger parent, 
you're still trying to figure out, you know, how do I shape my kids' lives instead of creating this space for your kids to shape their own life. Mm. And I think for me, it's been interesting. You know, my youngest daughter lives in Spain now and um, don't get to spend as much time, but you, you have to have the belief and, and the confidence that while you had the time together, you helped her shape her life to be able to go live in another country as a young woman and to have the confidence to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my older daughter now uh, is a nurse and, and doing her thing. And, and I think uh, I'm learning to just back to the unconditional love of just just loving each other for for who we are you know my kids are so so different you know with their personalities and things and and i would say my older one is a little bit more like her mom likes to to speak the truth and sometimes that's that's hard for for me to hear but now that they're adults say ah man i i I like her being assertive you know which is a good characteristic to have and so uh yeah to just finish it up allowing your kids to, to find their space. And then you to kind of just embrace that and love them and, and allow them just like I talked about uh, uh, when you asked me the earlier question to, to make mistakes and and to perhaps occasionally be there for some scaffolding um, to allow them to push themselves back up, um, but to not build it for them. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. We, you know, we both have uh, kids in their in their twenties, and I think the, the summary I would add to that is that um, we just give them confidence, like you said, and reassure them that we'll figure it out. It'll sooner or later, it'll be okay. One way or another, it's going to be okay. And as you said, knowing that there's nothing they can do to ever cause you not to love them, that you're present no matter where they are on this earth. And I think that's a gift that you've given. So I appreciate you sharing that so much. Thanks for being with us today, man. Uh, uh, every time we talk, I'm like, dude, we could we could go on for hours. But uh, in this case, we, we can't today. So uh, thanks again for for uh, being with us, sharing your insights, uh, talking about C4 and the things that really stir your heart. I I love that. And I I knew it'd be a great conversation. So thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me on, Jeff. And uh, every time I get to see it just takes me back. You sitting on the couch, us hanging out, uh, drinking some coffee, Mm -hmm. going uh, all over the place. So yeah, it's such an honor to to just uh, with you again. Yeah. Yep. I love bringing the coffee tour to Northern California. That was a blast for sure. We'll do it again, my friend. Oh yeah. Well, thanks so much. All right, Jeff. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leadership Level Up. Please subscribe so you don't miss future conversations with great leaders.